The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hello, my name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well, mainly just the whole show minus the songs every week we're going to release it so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week just one thing to mention i give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show so you'll hear that on this podcast but obviously it's a podcast it's pre-recorded so if you do send in a message about something i'm talking about to the numbers i say i mean i'm not going to read it because it's already happened it's in the past it's pre-recorded and no one's going to see it anyway but here's the worst bit you might still get charged for it, depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time, it's a waste of my time, it's a waste of everybody's time, and so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 p.m. UK time on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. This is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh, this is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C, Feldman. Sometimes in life, you can work and work and work on something and put loads of effort into it time planning even sometimes money an emotional investment and sometimes in life people will come along and ruin those plans they'll take all your effort and time and emotion and money and they'll say i don't care i don't care what you've done there i am going to ruin those plans totally those people are terrible people. And this week, everybody, the Prime Minister, Theresa May, Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, is, is one of those people. I spent literally minutes of my life writing and recording a Brexvent calendar, an advent calendar for Brexit every day 
before Brexit, 25 doors to open. It was going to lead up to next Friday, the big Brexit day. But no, Theresa May had different ideas. She decided to postpone it. Now what? Now what? What about my calendar that I planned every last detail of? Oh, gone up in flames, gone out the window. Unbelievable. This is, I mean, I'm just furious right now. I can't even. Let's just get some songs in because I, I can't deal with this anymore. It's Saturday. It's three o'clock. Now, live from Leeds, Alec Feldman. You heard Khalid, my bad. Mabel, don't call me up before that afternoon. Alec here. Hope you're good. It's Saturday. I'm on till five and I'm live with you. Hi. How's your weekend going? I'm all right. I feel a bit gross today. I haven't washed since Thursday. I'm disappointed in myself. Normally hold myself to really high standards of personal hygiene. And I've just, I've, it's a blip, but it's, what do you call it? What's they say? An aberration? Is that the word? Either way, I'm, I'm not happy with the situation. I really need to. Just, you know what happens? Things get in the way. Um, I'll, I'll tell you a bit later why. Yesterday, washing did not quite go to plan. Um, it's, it's a story and a half of my weird Friday, which I'll tell you about a bit later on. But yeah, sorry. I feel gross. I don't know whether that is like conveyed through the words I say and my tone of voice. But I just want you to know. I want you to know that I feel a bit like I need, I need cleanliness. I need soap. So that's what I'll be doing at five, but I didn't have time beforehand. So sorry, an extra dirty show for you today. Not in that sense. Just, just me. I just want you to know. Full disclosure. I like transparency. It's only fair that you know that you're listening to an unclean human being this week. I owe it to you. I really do. So today's show then, before five o'clock, I have the worst first days ever. I went to work yesterday. I don't I don't work very often. I actually got paid to do some some work. And there's so many things I would love to tell you about that, but I can't because I would quite like to be paid to work again. But I can tell you about my own little screw up. So that's coming before four o'clock. I've got another rant for you regarding a visit I had from one of my friends this week, which was very enjoyable, but there is something that needs to be discussed and addressed. It's an elephant in the room and I think I should bring it out of the room and into the open. Ed Sheeran has got some beef with his local council. I've been to another pub quiz. This sounds like it's all my life is these days. I've talked about it probably for the last three weeks in a row. The first week I wanted to go and didn't. The second week I finally made it to my first ever one. And then I've been to another one two weeks in a row. I have tales from that as well in the next 10 minutes or so. And all these stuff, six second guys, connect four. We'll be doing another round of the song slagging off game. And given that Theresa May has ruined my plans for a 25-day Brexvent calendar, we'll recap how far we got to after four o'clock as well. That is the next two hours. I hope you can stick around for some of it, all of it. It'd be great to have you along. Come say hi. In the meantime, shall I educate you? Let's do some This Week I Learned. This Week I Learned. I give you three lessons from my week. Lesson number one, This Week I Learned. You should really check quantities in a recipe before you start cooking. I, I'm, I'm a fairly keen chef these days. I quite like it. It's a fun way to sort of kill some time. You can have some like fresh food. Your house smells nice. And I made some biscuits this week. Found a website on the internet that had a re- recipe that looked decent. 
So I started making it, and then when I was halfway through making it, I realised it called for 675 grams of flour. That is a lot of flour. That's almost a kilogram, or like it's closer to half a kilogram than a kilogram. It's a lot. If you want non-metric units, I can't give them to you. I have no idea. I could look them up right now if I wanted to. 675g in would it be pounds? That is 1.4 pounds, which doesn't sound that much, but it was a lot, and I didn't realise until it was too late. My first issue was I didn't have a bowl to put this much flour in, so I had to do three like cereal bowls. But then the mixture I ended up with was massive, and I made so many. I, I reckon probably 50 plus of these biscuits because I had so much recipe mixture. I've given a lot away, and my house are enjoying them, but it's too many. So just make your life easier. Check the quantity next time before you start. That's lesson number one this week. Lesson number two... This week I learned what escalators look like on the inside. Have you ever wondered what the underneath of an escalator is like? I haven't, actually, but I got to find out this week because I saw one in a shop. It was being opened up for maintenance, and it's it's quite cool, I have to say. There's like, you know, at the bottom, there's just a massive pit underneath where all the stairs go. There's a big box that says, like, you know, 5,000 volts, do not touch. And all the steps when they're, like detached and opened up of just weird and there's all the mechanisms and it looks really cool and scary you would not want to be trapped in an escalator like underneath or inside but it's really cool and now i know what they look like if you get the chance to look at the inside of an escalator take it it's, it's really cool it'll answer questions you didn't even know you had so that's quite fun and third lesson of the week this week i learned everybody loves a free pen like i said i was doing some paid employment yesterday part of the job involved getting people to sign up to stuff on an iPad and as a reward they got a free pen they got two options actually they could have a lanyard they could have a pen everybody chose the pen over the lanyard they love pens I love a free pen and everyone was like oh I do love free pens I was like yes so do I I also love free pens a fine choice everybody loves a free pen I didn't realize this was quite so universal but it is it's just a fact of life everyone enjoys a free pen that is what I've learned this week. I hope you're more educated. I certainly am. It's nice to reflect on what we've learned. Music-wise, next hour, I've got new Dinora to play, some Billie Eilish, some new Harvey, Sophia Rays, and this is also new. Got some new music this hour. This is Marshmallow, who I like, and Churches, who I also like. It's called Here With Me, playing right now on Wizard Radio. That was Marshmallow and Churches. It's called Here With Me, playing on Wizard Radio. I am a very unclean Alec Feldman. I haven't washed today or yesterday. I'm really sorry. I hope it doesn't smell too bad. Coming up, I'll play Sophia Rays and Ava Max in the next 10 too. So my life then, my life has just become pub quizzes, it seems. I went from two weeks ago, I'd never been to any ever in my life. Now I've been to two, two whole pub quizzes. I'm really living that pub quiz life. I like it. I can see myself becoming like a proper hardcore quizzer. I do enjoy them. Um, so my second ever one was one I went with like one of the societies I belong to. It's the student radio one, if you're interested. All the fellow, the radio nerds went together to do this pub quiz. Very grungy, very grungy pub. I've never been to like that kind of establishment before where the toilets just consist of a trough and a very unpleasant smell and walls that may have been white at one point, but are now just sort of brown. And then, you know, a singular sink, just the one with like, what do you call them? Taps that don't really work. They just sort of spin around when you try and turn them on. 
very, very nice. I feel like I'm really living a proper student life with like a proper grungy student pub type place. It was, was lovely, would highly recommend. And pub quiz itself, very good. I made a friend. I made a new friend at this pub quiz. Wizard Radio's very own Tamsin Craftman, Saturdays, 12 till 1. Check out her show, it's quite good. And I met her in the flesh, which is very exciting. I've never, ever met one of my Wizard Radio colleagues with the exception of James Gilmore before. So it was very exciting. And I went up to her and I was like, I know who you are. And she was like, oh, are you Alec? And it was it was a, a beautiful moment. Two Wizard Radio presenters meeting in real life for the first time. And and we ended up on the same podcast team. So I've now done a quiz on the same team as Wizard Radio's Tamsin Craftman. What, what a time to be alive. And um, quiz itself, yeah, fine. Didn't win, didn't lose. Distinctly mid-tier. Although 70% in uni terms, 70% is like one of the best grades you can get. You, you lower your standards quite a lot when you come to uni. So 70% suddenly becomes like, oh my God, wow, you got 70%. We got 70.5. So that would put us in like the top, I don't know, top tier of students with that grade. But then when the time came to leave, I encountered something I've never really experienced before because I've never been to that particular pub before. And it's not in really an area I go to very often. So I left the pub and I was like, hang on, which way did I come from? And I couldn't I couldn't work it out. And I just took a wild stab in the dark and walked one way. And I was like, uh-oh, no, this is not the way I came from. This is not where I'm supposed to be. And I was just walking around, didn't know where it was, in like a really rough part of Leeds. This is the part, I mean, loads of students live there, but everyone knows it's really rough. You don't want to get lost there when it's dark. And I was, and it was a very scary situation. I really feared for my life. It was a very scary experience. As it turned out, it was kind of fine. I didn't encounter any unfortunate people and actually found somewhere I knew where I was, but it was very scary. I've never done that before. I've just gone out of somewhere and be like, hang on, where do I go? I don't know where I am. Where am I supposed to go? I feel like that's how it feels when you're sort of over 80. Maybe that's what happens to you, but I had it at 19. Very scary, very scary experience. But yeah, I'd say as a pub quiz, that one, strong seven out of 10. I'll keep you updated with any future pub quizzes I go to, obviously. But that one, yeah, strong one, would recommend. Um, I'll tell you more about my busy my busy day of working in a bit. Not too much, like I said, I wanna keep a job. I'll tell you about that after Sophia Reyes, Rita Ora and Anita. This is RIP. This isn't a hilarious observation more just me thinking aloud and pointing out something that i feel like should be pointed out even though it's not that funny it's just a thing that i've noticed that that song is called r.o.p and it's got rita aura on it and rita aura also has a song called r.o.p like there's nothing like hilarious about that i should just i need i felt the compulsion to be like hey she's already done that one before she's repeating herself but there you go sophia reyes and rita aura and anita that was r.o.p I currently prefer the original version of R.I.P. by Rita Ora, but that'll do. It'll do all right. It's Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Feldman. Good afternoon. Hope you are having a lovely Saturday afternoon. Ava Max plays next. I was doing some paid employment yesterday. I always like it when I do paid employment because it's a very rare occasion because nobody really wants to hire me. Can't imagine why. Um, maybe, maybe the fact that I'm about to talk about my day at work on the radio is probably why. But I've got to... I've got to be careful and not tell you all the juicy, funny stuff because then I would never work again. 
and I want to work again, I need the money. So I'll just tell you the bits I can share. Um, it was my first proper shift. I got this job a couple of months ago. It's like a zero hours thing. They give you work when they need you. They don't give you work when they, you don't. You're not needed. So I've been waiting for ages to get some work. And finally, the email comes up the other week. We need someone Friday to do this job. And I was like, yes. I replied probably within about two minutes to get an email like, yes, I will be there. I want to do this. It was all very mysterious about what it actually was. But I was like, yes, I will do anything. And so I did. I signed up and I finally got my first shift. It was yesterday. I was really excited for it. Finally getting going, getting some money, doing something cool. And to do this, it involved me being somewhere at 7.45 in the morning. 7.45 a.m. And to get there takes about I don't know, half an hour to get up and dress. That takes another 45 minutes maybe. So it required me to be up at 6.30 that is the time I need to be awake at. Set my alarm the night before. I was like, oh yeah, really excited. Didn't didn't quite get an early night. I could have done with one, but I was busy doing quizzes. Busy with the quizzy. So, got to bed quite late, but my alarm was on. I was like, yep, yeah, this will all be fine. I'm sure you can see where this is going. Anyone could see this coming a mile off. Um, Friday morning comes around. I sort of, you know, slowly, gradually, naturally wake up. I'm like, hmm, okay, I'm awake. This is, this is nice. I'm happy I've woken up naturally. The sun is shining through my curtains. What a lovely, lovely morning it is. I'm just feeling really chill about life, content. My bed is nice and warm. Hmm, what day is this? Should I be doing something? Is it the weekend? No, no, it's Friday. What am I got on on Friday? Oh my God. Oh my God. I've got to be working on Friday. Why haven't I been woken up by my alarm? Is it extremely early or have I missed the alarm? What's happening? Oh my God. Panic. Blind panic follows. Um, I grabbed my watch. My watch, for some reason, was on the alarm screen. I was like, no, this is what I want. I want the clock. What time is it? And I look at the clock. The time was, bear in mind, I needed to be there at 7.45. The time was 10 past 8. 10 past 8. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is the worst. And massively panicking. I look at my phone. There's, like, a missed call and a text message. And I was like, oh, no, what do I do? And... So I like called the person back and I was like, I'm really sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And she was like, oh, okay, don't worry about it. It's fine, like happens to everyone. Just make sure you get down there before nine and it'll all be okay. So I like, I get up faster than I've ever got up before, throw some clothes on, no time to shower. I did allow myself the luxury of brushing my teeth. I feel like that would be stooping too low. I don't want to reach that level just yet. So the teeth get brushed, clothes get thrown on and I'm like running down the road to catch a bus in like an awful mood obviously because i was really annoyed at myself by the way what happened was the battery had died of my <laughs> my ipod touch i have an ipod touch i've always set my alarms on this ipod touch i don't know why it's just habit i got it before i got a proper phone now i have a proper phone the alarms are still on there but i've learned my lesson it's seven years old the battery is not in good condition so lesson learned don't use obsolete technology to rely on to wake up bad idea so I peg it to the bus, there's a bus coming and the bus is very busy. This is annoying news for me. There's a queue for the bus, it's really packed in. It doesn't look like there's gonna be room for one more person. So I, I hang back, I wait. Then, then the guy behind me in the queue for the bus overtakes me and gets on and there's room for him. And he was the last person that was out on the bus. And I was like, how dare you? You'd need to die. You do not deserve happiness ever. 
you terrible, terrible human being. And so that was that. I did manage to get there before nine. It was all okay. It was fine. I did a full day's work. It was all good, but it was a terrible, terrible morning. A terrible start to my first ever shift on this new job. Not fun. Not fun at all. Highly unpleasant experience. So just to make me feel better about totally screwing up my first day of work, I want some worst first day stories, please. When have you had a really bad first day somewhere? Something bad has gone wrong. Something like that. You've totally screwed up. Maybe you weren't invited back. Maybe you were, but it was just awkward forever. This is what I want to know this afternoon. Hit me up. 07807183538 is the number. Or you can send me um, an email station at wizardradio.co.uk or on Facebook, facebook.com slash wizardradio. When you have really first bad, bad first days, it could be anywhere. It doesn't have to be at work. It could be school. It could be, I don't know, a club you belong to, a trip somewhere, anything. A first day somewhere. If you've badly screwed it up, then let me know to ease my pain, please. 07807183538 is where I can be found. And I will share your pain with the world. After a couple of tunes, we'll get some Harvey on after Ava Max. This is Alec Feldman, the podcast. Harvey and Told You So before that, Ava Max and So Am I. It's Wizard Radio with Alec Feldman this afternoon. Hello. Coming up before four, I've got some Billie Eilish and New Denoro who did that song a while back in like September called In My Mind. It was good. Talking about terrible, terrible first days in places because I was late for my first day in like a, a zero hours contract, which means they could in theory just like never give me hours again because I was late to the first lot they ever gave me, which is very concerning. Late by, by quite a lot. I was due there at 7.45. I got there just before nine. Not not good. And I was unwashed, as I remain now, like I said at the start of the show. So, sorry about that. Callum says, um, start this school year, I moved sixth form because I just really hated my old sixth form. Good enough reason. He says, I was feeling really ready. Felt like I knew a lot about the school. But then when I showed up, I realised I was missing one crucial thing. Wonder what it was. In my old sixth form, there was no school uniform. But in my new one, there is a school uniform. So I showed up for my first day in normal clothes and everyone else was in uniform. I was honestly so embarrassed and I had to wear a uniform from Lost and Found. Shameful. How can you miss that? Surely that's like an important thing that you would be told. Be like, oh, by the way, there is a uniform policy. You got to buy the uniform. Thanks. Oh, I think you were sticks up there, Callum, to be fair. I don't think you can be entirely blamed for that. Maybe you can a little bit for not doing your research properly. But also, I think any sixth form that wears a uniform should appreciate that they are in the minority. And therefore, if they're going to have a uniform policy, they should make a pretty big song and dance about having one. Just so everybody knows that, no, this isn't one of those casual dress down, coming in your jeans and T-shirt sixth forms. This is a wear your blazer and a shirt and tie kind of sixth form. If they don't tell you that, like, in massive, big, bold letters, then I think you can't be entirely blamed, although that's that's pretty bad. Was that your legacy? Will you, were you forever remembered as the guy that showed up in his own clothes on his first day? That'd be nasty. <laughs> so if they can't tell you off on your first day, that'd be harsh. Too mean. <laughs> day one, punishing you for uniform offences, but, you know, not very welcoming environment, I don't think. 
Samantha saying they used to help out at a charity shop down at the bottom of my road. On my first day of work, I went to the wrong place and I hung around for like half an hour before realizing. Basically, there are loads of charity shops on my high street, literally four. That is, yeah, loads. And I thought I'd signed up to work at one particular shop, but I'd actually signed up to a different one. I was so confused and it was not a good look. I hated working there anyway. It was so depressing and I was like 30 years younger than everyone else. That tends to be the way in charity shops. But which one did you end up working at? Did you end up working at the one you signed up to or the one that you ended up in by mistake? That's what I would say. My friend Toby, I hope he doesn't mind me telling this story, did a similar thing. He had a job interview or like a trial shift at a bakery. And so he goes into the bakery and he's like, hello, I'm here for the trial shift. And they're like, hmm, we're not expecting you for this this trial shift today. And he's like, oh, really? Well, I'm, I arrange it. And the guy goes off to like ask his manager. And it's at that point he realizes he's gone into the wrong bakery and he just sort of sneaks out quietly. But I would like to know what would have happened if they'd just been too embarrassed at having forgotten this trial shift and let him do one anyway at the wrong bakery. Would have been an interesting thing to test. Uh, Chloe saying, this is really bad. One time I helped out at a homeless shelter on Christmas day. Such a good human being. Good on you, Chloe. Except for the next bit. I sneezed all over the hot food. I was helping serve people and I just didn't see the sneeze coming. It was a proper a big sneeze though. And everyone looked at me disgusted. Disgusting. I got in so much trouble. Uh-oh. That's not good. I, I do quite enjoy a big sneeze. Was it secretly satisfying? Like if you take away the context of the homeless shelter and everyone looking at you and sneezing in the soup. Was it soup? Oh no, hot food, not soup. I don't know where soup came from. But the hot food. Was it a good sneeze as sneezes go? I like to think it would be. I think it would be a strong sneeze. But, oh well. Poor homeless people, they got your germs. That's, yeah. Oh no. Gross. A poor, poor first day attempt, I think. But at least you didn't, like, at least it wasn't, as far as I'm aware, as much as you've told me it wasn't a snotty one. That would be even worse. It was just, you know, a, a normal droplet sneeze. Not a snotty sleaze. Those are worse. It could have been worse. Just feel grateful for that. Olivia says, I do a shift on a Sunday at a hairdresser near my house. On my first day, they asked me to grab the razor and it took three attempts to get the right razor for them. Everyone was laughing at me. I went to the toilet and started crying. Oh no, I was very embarrassed by it. I've also slipped on hair there before too. That's why they're always really on it with sweeping up. Like, one hair hits the floor and someone, like, runs over with a broom to sweep up. Health and safety hazard. That's why. Of course. Didn't realise before. Now I do. Didn't know you could slip on hair. Um, that's quite harsh if they laughed you and made you cry. That is really mean, actually. Like, I'd get sort of, like, laughing and, like, you know, having a friendly joke, but laughing to the point where you cry is like, okay, maybe stop now. This isn't nice. I mean, I wouldn't know what the difference between different razors are if it was my first day. Like, it's not immediately obvious, is it? I don't think so, anyway. You know what, Olivia? You know, solidarity. You're being bullied in the workplace. You shouldn't stand for that. That is very harsh stuff. All right, thank you for those. They made me feel better about being massively late on my first ever pay shift with these this company, so I'm, I'm happy. I'm good. It's all fine. Thank you very much. Do you remember the song In My Mind by a 
guy called Denora and Gigi Agostino. No? Well, it doesn't matter. But anyway, Denora's got a new song with Inner off of Jax Jones' Breathe. It's called Obsessed and it's playing for you right now. Connect Four's coming up. We'll start all that shenanigans before four o'clock. As well. You know what I really like? I love it when famous people have to do really normal, mundane things that the rest of us have to do. And you just think that because they're famous, they'd be exempt from doing it, but they're not. They have to do it just like the rest of us. They're no different. In some regards, they're just like you and me. Um, Ed Sheeran, he's had one of them this week. He's got some beef with his local council. I know, very mundane. It's the kind of thing, you know, most people go through occasions. If you want to like extend your kitchen and um, all that stuff, you have to write to your council and be like, hello, can we please extend our kitchen? We want to expand it, build it out a bit. Is this okay? Will you allow this? And the council will write back and be like, hmm, well, maybe. We'll think about it. Yes, no, whatever. All very boring stuff. And you think that that level of mundane, boring bureaucracy would not be something Ed Sheeran would ever have to deal with. And yet, yet it is. And he's got into some trouble with his council. They're having an argument at the moment over planning permission, which is my favourite thing, that this is just something that exists in Ed Sheeran's life. I think potentially maybe Ed Sheeran is not personally the one making planning applications to his council. Maybe he pays people to do it. But either way... What's happened is he's erected a 16-foot pub sign on his, not on his house, his estate. So this isn't your average, like, getting a new garage extension on your two-bed semi. This is a large estate, but just because it's a large estate doesn't mean you don't need to get planning permission. 16-foot pub sign and his neighbours, they're not happy. They're not happy at all. They've already taken issue with his wildlife pond, which is actually a swimming pool, allegedly allegedly and now this sign and they're really not happy do you want a quote from unnamed disgruntled neighbor okay have a listen to this it seems ed is now doing what he wants he seems to be getting permission for some things but thinking he can get away with other aspects of his renovations i know disgraceful ed sheeran how could you you despicable human being just submit you know form 248-B to Suffolk Town Council. It's not hard. All you've got to do is do the right forms and you can have your 16-foot sign. But come on. Don't think that you're above planning regulations because nobody, nobody is above their local council. Not at all. So come on, Ed, mate. Just, you know, some advice. Man to man. Do the right thing. Stop upsetting your neighbours and get planning permission. I love how mundane that is. Good stuff. Um, I'll play you Billie Eilish now, and then we'll get on with our Connect Four launch. Bury a friend from Billie Eilish's Wizard Radio. I'm Alec. Hello. We'll do Connect Four in a second, but seeing as, I mean, somehow it was really early, I can share something else with you I've just seen. This really made me laugh. Do you remember my long-running obsession with Noel Edmonds? I like to talk about him on the radio every now and again. I just feel like I should check in, remind you all that he exists, he was on I'm a Celeb. He's this slightly weird, eccentric celebrity. If you can, not even celebrity. Weird, eccentric, former celebrity. I've just seen in this Facebook group I'm in, someone just posted a picture captioned Noel Edmonds, then 
and now and it's just a picture of a young Noel Edmonds and a slightly older Noel Edmonds just, that's it side by side that's it and people commenting stuff like wow he really hasn't aged much at all or he looks after himself fair play to him great what great Facebook content this is what I joined Facebook for pictures of Noel Edmonds through the years I'm so glad that my timeline has been blessed with this excellent excellent content so I'm just blessing your ears with describing it so I can sh- I can share the breast I can't talk I can share the breast uh, share the blessings with you all I got there at the end you're welcome so now whilst you think about Noel Edmonds in a young and old form I'm surprised he ages at all. I'm not entirely sure he's even a human, but there you go. Let's get on with Connect Four, shall we? I give you some words. I give you four words. You have to connect them. You see what we did there? Because it's like it's like the board game, but with words. I know. So clever. Four words. You have to connect them in the most long-winded, rambly, convoluted way you possibly can. That's the aim of Connect Four. That's what you got to do. So... We get the words, and then you send them to me in a story, and you have to get them all in. And then we read them out before 5 o'clock when I finish, and I pick whichever one I like the most. How do you win, I hear you ask. I don't know. Just whatever entertains me. There's no set rules, no criteria to fulfil other than getting all four words in. That's it, that's what I like. And what do you win, I hear you ask. Nothing. Nothing at all. There are no prizes, we don't have the budget for that. So, just enjoy feeling proud of your own accomplishments okay that's all i can offer you so let's get the words james hi hi um can i just say i've never heard worse describing in my in my life of the game yeah i mean you really screwed that whole thing up wait what did i get wrong i mean it just took you about a year to describe a game which we've played for basically the past year six months actually but fine Okay, well, if everyone knows how it works, then it's fine. And if they don't, then they can sit this week out and play next week when I explain it better. Yes. I'm also, in your attempt to say the word blessed, you said the word breast. Um, I just thought I I would point that out for our listeners' own entertainment. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, Words. Can we have some? Yes. All right, let's start flicking. But we haven't even described how I'm giving the words. You see what I mean? Okay, so James is going to get his dictionary, and he will flick until I say stop. Whatever words are on the top of the page when he stops, that is the word that you have to connect. There we go. Thank you. Maybe we should start bullet pointing this. Oh, wait, you do. You just don't read it. All right, let me start <laughs> flicking through the dictionary. I'm yeah, flicking. Yeah, go on. He is flicking. Still waiting for the tipper truck full of Oxford mini school dictionaries to show up at my house. Hasn't yet. Maybe one day. Stop. Okay. Um, okay, interesting one to start off with. Eerie. Ooh, like the night was really eerie. Yes, or as the dictionary defines, strange in a frightening or mysterious way. Perfect. Word number one for Connect Four is eerie. Let's get word number two. Okay, flicking. Um, why don't you stop right about now? Okay. The word is guitar. Oh, I like guitars. I own a guitar. I can play the guitar. And the word is guitar. Yeah. Is that all you've got to offer? Yeah, that's that's Okay. Next word then. Come on. Okay, I'm flicking in reverse now. 
Um, okay, so he's starting at Z and going towards A. Just in case you weren't sure what the implications of that were. Stop. Okay. The word is... Oh, this is quite difficult. All of these are very bad words. This one, though, on the second page. Outside. Outside. Like the Calvin Harris and Ellie Goulding song. Outside. Yeah, sure. And one more, please. Get a okay. flicking. I'm flicking. He is flicking. And I'm going to turn to stop any second. Now. Okay. Cream. 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 Of the whipped kind. Of any kind. Of the um, rash kind. It could be that. Of the egg kind. Cre what? Cream eggs. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, not of that kind. That's oh. spelled C-R-E-M-E. Oh, so we're not allowing that spelling of cream. Only C-R-E-A-M. Yes. Okay, then. Those are the words this week. Eerie, guitar, outside, and cream. Like athlete's foot, but not like egg. Just <laughs> to avoid any confusion. I'm sure that hasn't created more than there was before. Connect those four words. Put them in a story. They all have to be in there. Send it to me. 07807183538 in the text. Station at wizardradio.co.uk by email or facebook.com slash wizardradio. All four words into the little story narrative thing. They just have to be connected in some way. Eerie, guitar, outside, cream. Send them to me and we'll find out what we've got before five o'clock. Coming up after four. Some cigar to play. I'm Benny Blanco after the news, which is right now. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Recommended by doctors as part of a healthy diet. It's Wizard Radio out of Cigar Paloma Face with Lullaby. And before that, played you Benny Blanco, Antony, Anselina Gomez, and Joe Balvin. Too many people. I can't get enough. Alec Feldman here, until five o'clock, playing you Sabrina Carpenter and Coffee soon. Um, first, though, so Brexit then. Let's, let's have a Brexit chat. Not a too much of a heavy Brexit chat, just a short Brexit chat, a light-hearted Brexit chat. It's been delayed. It was going to happen next Friday, so six days from now. The 29th of March was the big day that it was scheduled to, to happen. We'd crash out. It would be a big disaster, and everyone was like, oh, do you think we should do something to, you know, maybe make sure that this disaster doesn't happen quite yet shall we push it forward no push it back a little bit so that's what's happened so now instead of being on 29th of march which would have been next friday it's happening um on the 22nd of may maybe or the 12th of april or i don't know some other time in the future but either way it's been kicked into the grass a bit which is broadly speaking quite good news it means the cliff edge is now slightly further away there is not impending disaster. This is this is good news, by and large. There are some people this is bad news for. You've probably heard in the news about 10 minutes ago, all those Brexit protesters. I would say all those, there's about 10 of them going from the northeast to London. And it's a bit of a joke. They're doing like go slows on the motorway where they just drive really slowly to hold everyone up. And that kind of thing. You know, there is a handful of people who are annoyed by this. They are one of them. 
another one of them, weirdly, is me. Now, I don't, I don't want Brexit to happen. I'm always very open about that. I think it's a terrible idea. We should stop it at once. Stop this silliness and get some perspective. But no, I'm upset about this because I've been doing the Brexit event calendar since the beginning of March. We've been counting down like Christmas. You know how at Christmas you have an advent calendar, you count down the 25 days, 24 days before Christmas. You open the door each day, you get a little treat like a chocolate or something. Unless it's a Zoella advent calendar, in which case you get to open about 12 doors. But I, I do things properly. My Brexit calendar had 24 days. They were all nice and recorded, ready for the big day next Friday. And well, now now Brexit's off, we're going to have to put it on hold, aren't we? Because it's not happening yet. So it's not actually six days to go. So you can't open another door. So we've had to put the Brexit calendar on hold for a bit. Now I'm I'm a bit sad about this. I won't lie. Putting putting a lot of work to that, and now you won't get to hear it yet. I mean, maybe you still get to hear it. I hope you won't, but I kind of hope you do. So I just thought, you know, seeing as it's it's on hold for the time being, we can just recap where we've got up to and open each door in turn. From one to I think sixteen, we got to uh, roughly. I think. Yeah, door 16 was last one, Wednesday, and the delay was announced on Thursday. So door number one, we had a narrow referendum result. Door number two, you got a copy of the Weatherspoons News Magazine, complete with a free Brexit beer mat. Oh, apparently Thursday was the last day, not Wednesday, my mistake, which was day door 16, if I recall. Door three, we got a gammon, you know, like the, the meat, which some people have been compared to looking like, they say that if you're one of those sort of, you know, old middle-aged white men with the red face and you're angry about everything, you look a bit like the kind of meat which is called a gammon. That was your gift on day three. Behind door four, you got a backstop for the Irish border. I don't know what a backstop actually is, but everyone seems to keep talking about it. I do a politics degree. I don't know what a backstop is, but it was on the news a lot. You got one of them from day door number four. Door number five, you got an hour of free parking at the new lorry park that they're going to have to open up on the M26 in Kent to deal with all the traffic that's going to happen after we close all our borders overnight. By the way, just a little FYI, those go slow drivers who drove really slowly on the motorway to hold everyone up and annoy them, kind of proving our point that if you delay all of our lorries coming into the country, that it will cause chaos. Just saying, guys, maybe you didn't really think that one through. Behind door number six, we had a new centrist party in pro-EU that promises to shake up parties' own politics, sorry, only to disappear a few hours later. The independent group, anyone? They were in the news like two weeks ago. What's happened to them now? Dunno, gone. All gone quiet. Door number seven, I gave you a Danish pastry because you won't be able to get European pastries for much longer because, you know, Denmark's in Europe. Don't want that. Door number eight, Nigel Farage, I gave you a gift. It was an audio gift. He went to the EU. He did a big speech. You'll have to check this out on the website. Door number eight, if you want to hear it in full. Just him going, who are you? Who elected you? You're from Belgium. Just being an idiot. I gave you that gift on door number eight. You are welcome. Behind door number nine, I gave you a sticker for the rear end of your car that says, don't blame me. I voted for chaos with Ed Miliband. Door 10, a tuft of Boris Johnson's hair taken from the floor of his hairdresser. Hopefully nobody slipped over it, as we learned earlier. 
Door number 11, a shed for you to retire to and write your memoirs after you totally screw up the country after a party management exercise went wrong and you ran away. That's not an indirect or non-specific, by the way. Just, you know, in general, if you've ever done that, relatable content. Door number 12, I gave you a bus where you can write whatever you like on the side and it'll come true. <clears throat> 350 million. Door 13, the guy who stands on stilts in Parliament Square shouting, stop Brexit and trying to get on the news quite successfully door number 14 a blank A4 piece of paper was your gift it's also known as the Labour Party's Brexit policy nothing's really changed since I wrote that door number 15 you got a t-shirt with Theresa May's catchphrase on the front Brexit means Brexit and we're going to make a success of it Theresa May the new hot fresh rapper from Reading is that where she's from or somewhere weird and then door number 16 the last door we made it to European roaming charges, that was your gift, they'll be coming back after Brexit if it happens, and that's where we left it off. I'll be honest, I actually am quite surprised we even made it to door 16, I thought we would have got our our stuff together long before that, but hey, we made it pretty far in. There's still door 17 to 24 left to open, when will that happen? I don't know, maybe one day, maybe it won't, we'll never find out, well we will, we'll find out sooner or later. But for the meantime, that's that's the Brexit event calendar. So cheers if you checked it out. It'll still be on the website if you want to listen back. But just feel grateful that it's not happening quite as soon as we all thought it was. And I should also point out at this point that I'm on Wizard Radio again on Friday at 3 o'clock with the weekly mixtape, which is my show, where I do an hour of throwback songs that I've chosen. I record those quite a long time in advance, so I've already recorded the show for Friday the 29th of March. You bet it's a Brexit special, and you bet I'm not going to change it now, even though I know that Brexit isn't actually happening next Friday. It's happening anyway. You're going to hear the Brexit special. The work has already gone in. There's nothing I can do. It's already been submitted. So check that out, even though Friday isn't actually Brexit day. Coming up next, I need to have a rant about something. Again, it happens quite a lot. I just use this platform to rant. That's coming after Sabrina, uh, yeah, Sabrina Carpenter pushing 20. That speaks to me on a deep level. Um, um under two months away from from 20 so i am also pushing 20 sabrina carpenter's wizard radio i'm alec hey hope you're good i'll play coffee in a second song called toast and some ariana grande coming up as well now i would like to talk about something that i don't think people ever really mention and everyone sort of pretends to like it but i don't think they actually do and i think this needs to be discussed and we can finally all say it in the open that this is rubbish and we should all stop doing it. You know, if like your friend comes to visit, you stay the night with you, right? Like my friend Isaac did this week. Sorry, Isaac, I'm calling you out. It's nothing personal if he's listening. He sometimes does. And obviously if someone stays at you, at your house, it's generally considered good manners to like offer to share a bed with them. If you've got the room in your bed, it's mean to make them sleep on the floor. So you've got to share a bed with them. And that's like, you know, the done thing. It's like, oh yeah, we can spoon it, it'll be lovely. Or you'll, we'll top and tail or whatever. And then I was like, oh yeah, that'll be great. It's not, it never, ever, ever is. It's always a really unpleasant experience. And I think we need to stop pretending that it's enjoyable and start being realistic and saying that no, it's not fun and we shouldn't do it. And we should just make guests sleep on the floor instead, which sounds harsh. It does sound harsh, but I genuinely think everybody involved would get a better night's sleep that way. Nobody ever sleeps properly when you're sharing with someone that, like, is just one of your friends and they're not there all the time. It's just the one-off. You never get a good night's sleep. 
you're always tossing and turning it's too hot it's too cold one of you is like stealing the duvet too much and you're just there with nothing on top of you and it's just not fun i find it quite weird like when you are with someone like your friend is staying over and you're going to sleep and you just sat there you're sort of chatting and then at what point do you stop talking when does it become awkward when is it just you dropping off to sleep like i i don't know that either but then once you do get to sleep okay maybe you can have a couple of hours of decent sleep but then the first time you like slightly wake up because everybody always like wakes up a little bit in the middle of the night right sometimes you remember it sometimes you don't but normally you just roll over and go back to sleep again as soon as that first stirring occurs instead of doing what you normally do and roll over and go back to sleep you're going to be suddenly acutely aware that someone else is in bed with you and you're being really conscious about not moving too much to disturb them not trying to take the duvet off them or just being annoyed that they have taken all of the duvet from you and you never get a good night's sleep because that's just how the night goes for the entirety of the rest of that night that is how you sleep you wake up you're really conscious that they're there you're thinking about it you can't get back to sleep maybe eventually you do and then just an hour later it happens again and you're awake again and it's not a way to get a good night's sleep and then maybe it gets to like i don't know five six a.m it's like okay maybe i need to be up like vaguely soon but like i wouldn't mind getting a bit more sleep but you just can't you physically can't get back to sleep so you're just sitting there counting down the hours or minutes until it is acceptable to go oh morning had a great night's sleep i did oh yeah fantastic good good night's sleep well rested when in reality you're not and neither is the other person you just have to pretend that it was like a really nice comfy night's sleep when it wasn't everybody knows this so can we all just stop pretending that it's fun and comfortable and nice everybody involved would have a better night's sleep if one of you was on the bed and one of you was on the floor i'm not volunteering to be the one on the floor especially if it's my house but i'm just saying i would get a better night's sleep if i was in the bed by myself and you were on the floor i think we should stop pretending that this is the thing we have to do and start getting real and saying no on the floor mate I'm not sharing with you. I actually want to sleep tonight. Thanks very much. That's the end of the rant. Thank you for listening. I hope this isn't a massive abuse of my platform just to rant at you. Got a song to play now called Toast by a guy called Coffee. So it's basically just a song about breakfast. Here it is. Coffee and toast. My favourite combination. It's Wizard Radio. I'm Alec. Hello. Um, Six Second Guide will be on the second. Ariana Grande this week. I'm surprised. I've never done one about Ariana Grande. I looked at my list and I haven't. I am shocked. So I'll do one in a bit. Um, And we'll get into the song slagging off game in seconds. First, I would just like to call out one of my fellow Wizard Radio presenters who I think has really lowered themselves. The person I would like to call out, Benji Hire. I follow Benji Hire on Twitter. I really enjoy his tweets and his retweets. They're always really good. Today, I think he is done something that that needs calling out because he's shamelessly just trying to get likes doing a really cliched old joke it's about brexit seeing as we're talking about brexit he says the only single market i want to leave is that regarding my relationship status <sighs> and he's hashtag people's vote march so everyone sees it i see what he's done he knows it's he knows it's a naff like overused cliche but he's like yeah i want to get all the people on that hashtag to like follow me and like my tweet so he's just lowered himself to that kind of base level content come on Benji you're better than this I'm sure you didn't need to do that but yeah just calling that out because I saw it and I was like oh dear oh dear 
Anyway, right. Time for the song slagging off game now, where I criticise a song that I don't like, and you have to guess what the song is, purely based on my criticism of it. It's quite a fun little thing. We've done this a couple of times now. First time went badly. Second time it redeemed itself, so it's back for a third week. So, are you ready to hear the clue for this week's song that I would like to criticise? Because I really, really don't like it. Um, normally, I would have would have pre-written this, but I forgot. So, sorry. I'm just going to have to make it up on the spot. I hope it's not <laughs> too easy. I don't, I don't want to give it away. This song. Ugh. Can it just... Can it go away? So overrated. So overrated. I don't understand the popularity. It's been going on for for far too long now. Everybody needs to get over it. It's not good. It tries to act like it's this epic, sort of climactic soundtrack choice. And it's not. It really isn't. It's a bang average song at best. Made more annoying because of where it's from. And the lyrics are all sentimental rubbish. So that's where we're at. The real challenge now is remembering what I just said to repeat the clue. What did I say? Really overrated. Needs to go away. It's gone on for too long. Um, Sentimental rubbish lyrics. And it tries to act like an epic. But it's not. Like a climactic moment in the world. And it it isn't. It doesn't live up to that level. It needs to get over it. So that's those are the clues this week. Oh, brilliant. Um, They've just been written down for me in front of me so I can remember. Thanks. Thanks, James. Very kind of you. So that is, those are the clues. Can you work out what song I'm slagging off? 07807183538. Or you can tweet me at WizRadio. Or by email station at WizUK. The song I'm slagging off on the song slagging off game this week. Can it go away? Overrated. Don't understand the popularity. Far too long. It's been popular for. It's not an epic climactic soundtrack choice at all. It's just a bang average song at best. It's annoying because of where it's come from. And the lyrics are sentimental rubbish. Those are your clues. 07807183538. I only missed off the end of the number there. At Wiz Radio on Twitter, station at wizardradio.co.uk. Take a guess at what song I'm slagging off, and I'll tell you who's right and who's wrong in a bit. And then I will not be playing the song because it's rubbish. Absolutely not. Ariana Grande's on a second, and I have never ever done a 60 second guide to Ariana Grande. I could have sworn I had, but according to my list, I haven't. So I've given it a go. I've done some research. It is all true and factually accurate. Do you want to hear it? Alex, totally accurate. Definitely not made up 60 second guide. Ariana Grande is my regular Starbucks order. It contains slow roasted coffee beans, a splash of semi skim milk, a shot of vanilla and some cocoa powder on top. Sometimes if I'm feeling adventurous, I'll order an Ariana Grande with whipped cream or maybe even a caramel Ariana Grande. In terms of nutritional values, it's not great. 450 milliliters of the stuff contains 203 calories, 12 grams of sugar, 4.5 grams of fat, and 0.3 grams of salt. In fact, it's been criticized by many healthy eating pressure groups for encouraging unhealthy sugar consumption. It costs £3.30 compared to £2.50 for the Ariana Poco. I really enjoy how the bitter taste of the coffee beans is countered by the sweetness of the vanilla. And who doesn't like a bit of cocoa dusting on their froth? The only room for improvement in the Ariana Grande, in my view, is that sometimes it's too hot when it arrives and I have to blow several times before it's drinkable temperature, which is very tiring. It also bears no relation to the singer of the same name, and that is Ariana Grande in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Saturdays 3 till 5. do 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 whatever it's called. By Blackpink, Ariana Grande before that. It's Alec on Wizard Radio. Hi. In the middle of... 
the songs tagging off game where I criticize the song but I really dislike honestly passionately I'm not just pretending for the radio I genuinely don't like don't like it and you have to guess what the song is the clues I gave you were these um, I want it to go away I think it's overrated I don't understand why it's so popular its popularity has lasted too long very much outstayed its welcome it behaves as if it's an epic climactic soundtrack when it's not it is in fact a bang average song I don't like where it's from and the lyrics are sentimental rubbish so that is what I provided you with your job was simply to guess what song I was talking about and we have many guesses I feel like this was the trickiest one yet I'm quite pleased that quite a lot of you have got it wrong I really am because in previous weeks it's been it's been more obvious this is good Danielle you are wrong I'm sorry to report she says this is Swan Song from Dua Lipa no it is not her reasoning that's from the Elita soundtrack that is true it's quite epic and climactic with all the drums in the song that is also true the lyrics are really repetitive too which might be why you don't like them no actually I have no problem with the lyrics to that fine I like that song no you are incorrect but thank you for playing Scotty thinks the song is All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar and Scissor from Black Panther I think you're saying it's a soundtrack choice means it's from a film soundtrack and it's been popular for really long Um, I really like it personally it's been popular for over a year now so maybe it's All the Stars I like your thinking Scotty you are wrong it's not All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar and Scissor but he has picked up on something which I was wondering whether people would pick up on I sort of implied it's a soundtrack choice and he thinks that means it's from a film soundtrack and yes you and Daniel actually are on the right choice right lines rather it is on the soundtrack for something but it's not it's not Kendrick and Scissor all the stars incorrect Craig says the song I can't stand right now is Sunflower by Post Malone Sway Lee and that's from the Spider-Man soundtrack I didn't even know half these films were on sound- these songs were on soundtracks you know um, says that film wasn't even very big but the song is still on the charts it's super repetitive I don't think the lyrics are sentimental but I think it's just really overrated I won't lie I've never stopped to listen to the lyrics of Sunflower by Post Malone before are they good are they profound are they interesting I don't know never heard them no it's not Sunflower by Post Malone I'm not the world's biggest fan of that song, but it's not that, no. Incorrect. Thanks for playing though, Craig. But you are wrong. From Jade. I can't stand Giant by Wreck and Bowman and Calvin Harris. Incorrect. That's not the song I'm sagging off. Jade's reasoning is that it's trying to be an epic song about standing up and being the bigger man, trying to be really sentimental. But as you said, it's just bang average. Um, no, I, I kind of missed that. Is that what it's about? I've never really listened to the words properly, but I'll take your word for it. I think it's a good song, though. Not bang average at all. Jade disagrees. She thinks it shouldn't have been popular for more than a minute. That's not even the whole length of the song. So what you think is that people should have heard the first 60 seconds of that song, gone, nah, this is rubbish, and then turned it off, and that was the end of that. Well, no, they haven't. It's a good song. You're wrong. No, fine. Not wrong. Everyone has opinions. I had this debate with my housemates the other day about whether there's such thing as being objectively wrong. Anyway, you're incorrect on this game, Jade. It's not Giant by Rack and Bone Man. But yeah, she says it's been popular for more than one minute. A fact that it's still popular suggests it's been popular for way too long. They've ta- she's taken the clue, but extended it the wrong way. 
We've got Sophia. She thinks it's Don't Call Me Up by Mabel. That's been popular for ages. It came out at the start of the year. And I'm hearing it more and more lately. Yeah, we played it, the first song of the show at 3 o'clock. It's repetitive. Its lyrics aren't sentimental. But it has been going on for far too long. Incorrect. Can confirm. It's not Don't Call Me Up by Mabel. The only person I can see here is correct is one did that sentence make sense i sort of got confused and lost my train of thought halfway through but i can only see one correct person here on the screen in front of me that one person is will if your name is will and you've played the songs lagging off game this could be you will says what if we just cancel the greatest showman i see what he's done there you're like what if we Cancel The Greatest Showman. I don't want to sound anti, but I absolutely hate The Greatest Showman. And I think your selection is Rewrite the Stars. It's from a soundtrack that looks trying to be sentimental. It's just very average. The singing isn't even particularly good. I don't understand the popularity either. You and me both will. You are bang on the money. I was slagging off the song Rewrite the Stars. James Arthur and Marie from The Greatest Showman. Like I said, I want it to go away. It's overrated. I don't understand its popularity been going on for far too long it has the greatest showman has been a thing for like a year now it's time to time to go home i don't think it's an ep- epic climactic song choice but they seem to think it is james arthur and Anne marie it's just average i don't like the fact that it's from the great showman i'd probably hate it even if it wasn't but it just makes me dislike it even bit more and yeah lyrics not good rubbish so well done to will you are the only person i can see that got that one right so nice one that was the song slagging off game and we'll get on with connect four after brand new catfish in the bottom and it's called two all no one can rewrite the stars how can you fake your mind yay some new catfish in the bottom end called two all on wizard radio hello i'm alec feldman i'm here till five then miles is on just before i go we've got time for two things we've got time for the jonas brothers and we've got time for connect four so let's get on with it I gave you four words before four o'clock. They were eerie, guitar, outside, and cream. Four fantastic words. You just have to join them up somehow. Find a way to connect them. Stick them in a story, a little tale of something entirely fictional and nonsensical. And I'll read it out on the radio and tell you whether I like it or not. I know. What more could you want? So, shall we see what we got this week? Um, Who should we start with? Let's start with... Hang on, I'm trying to scroll up. With Freddy. Remember, eerie, guitar, outside and cream are the words we've got. When I was younger, I went camping with my dad and my grandma. Grandpa, sorry. Misgendered him. My grandpa loved going for camping trips and telling stories around the campfire. Um, have we got any of them yet? No, not yet. One night, we got a fire going and my grandpa grabbed a guitar. There's one. Start telling stories and singing songs. We had marshmallows. Oh, very good. Oh, no, that wasn't a word. Where did that come from? Okay, no, marshmallow wasn't one. Never mind. We had marshmallows and strawberries and cream. There we go. It says a weird thing to have outside in the middle of the night, but we had it anyway. And he told us a story about a man who went missing in the forest we were staying in. Um, as we got deep into the story, a... Let me scroll down. A really eerie feeling came over me good use of eerie and suddenly i got a massive fright i didn't realize that my dad had left the circle and jumped up on me from behind it was hilarious prank but i screamed very loudly 
good good use of all those words there. I didn't think they'd be easy co to connect, but you have somehow managed it, bafflingly. All thanks to the theme of a camping trip, which I wouldn't have thought of, but actually, yeah, that works. The only one that didn't quite work was the idea of eating strawberries and cream on a camping trip, but you know what? The story was good enough that it made me suspend disbelief, and I'd believe it if you said you had strawberries and cream on a camping trip. I would say, good for you. Why the hell not? If you want to have strawberries and cream whilst you're camping, you go for it. Don't let anyone tell you what to do. So that is a very, very good start. Very strong start. Okay, let's let's move along a bit. Aaron, a couple of years ago, my school started offering after-school guitar lessons. Bingo, that's the first one in there already. I decided to take lessons, so I signed up, did the down payment, etc, etc. You get the point, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move it along. The day of my first lesson, I found out that the lesson was actually outside of the school. Good job. In a building nearby. I stepped into the building and got this really eerie vibe. Yes. It was completely empty with just paper signs directing you to another part of the building where musical lessons were. And that's what the sign said. I walked for about two minutes, got lost, and then decided to dip and bought myself an ice cream. I never went to another guitar lesson again. Oh no, I hope that's not true. Guitar lessons are great fun. I hope this is just made up for the game. I'd be very sad otherwise. Um, hang on, what we got? Oh, ice cream. That's how we got cream in. Yes, I was wondering where cream was, but it was hidden within ice cream. So that's very good. We got guitar, we got outside. We got Aaron, we got ice cream. An excellent effort, Aaron, or Aaron, whatever you fancy. Again, a good, good attempt on Connect 4. And I think just got the one more this week because it's incredibly long incredibly long and I already like <laughs> I already like where this one's going because it's clearly someone that's been listening for a while when I say a while I mean like during the show since before four o'clock it's from Katie she says my friend once told me this really scary story that I want to tell you Alec okay go right ahead I'll be amazed if this is this she actually did very convenient if so but let's hear it it's the story of the guitarist for a band famously called <laughs> Denoro featuring Gino D'Agostino. A nice try. I really appreciate that. I'll come back to that in a second. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of them. Nah, never. Anyway, once the guitarist was playing, you know, the guitar, an outside concert. It was a warm summer's day. The people were drinking their Starbucks Frappuccinos with cream, their ice creams. Double cream. You get the point. And the guitarist got an eerie feeling. He looked around and everything suddenly went black around him. He wondered what was happening. And then he just felt himself falling and suddenly vanishing. Where's this going? Do you know why? Um, because Dinoro featuring Gino D'Agostino is an electronic DJ, not a band. So they don't have a guitarist. Ooh, spooky. Oh, this is, this is inspired on so many levels. Right, where should we begin? We'll start with the obvious correction that whilst I really appreciate the fact that you've somehow incredibly managed to get Denoro featuring Gino D'Agostino into a Connect 4 entry, it's actually GG D'Agostino, not Gino. So close, so close. Yeah, not quite right. But you know what? I'm going to forgive that because the rest was excellent. I just really like, you know, the cleverness of having a guitar disappear, guitarist disappear because. They're not real. They don't exist. I'm now under no no illusions that your friend actually told you this story, Katie. I'm fairly certain that nobody's ever told any of their friends a story about 
Denoro featuring Gigi Agostino, or in fact Gino D'Agostino. But I, I think that's great. I think you know what? As much as I appreciated the the cleverness of getting all those four words into a story about camping, and the sad story about the guitar lessons, getting Denoro and Gino Agostino, whatever the hell his name is, into a Connect Four answer is just the peak. That's it, hands down, winner, best one. I like it a lot. So yay. Well done, Katie. You can have nothing at all from me other than me saying, well done. That was great. Especially as you managed to get Denora featuring Gigi D'Agostino in. If you're wondering why I keep saying Denora featuring Gigi D'Agostino, we played them. Well, no, we didn't actually play them. We played Denoro before four o'clock and I mentioned their other song. And so that's that's why. It's a really meta show joke, but I, I appreciate that a lot. That's Connect Four for this week. And that's the show done. The end. Amen. Thanks for having us on today. Back again next Friday for the weekly mixtape, which is a Brexit special, like I mentioned. Despite the fact Brexit isn't actually happening on Friday, I'm not re-recording that show. So you can have a Brexit special, even though it's not happening. Enjoy that one anyway. And I'm back here Saturday, 3 till 5, all the usual stuff. So make sure you come hang out. Mars McCourse is coming up next. And I'll finish with the Jonas Brothers. Speak to you next week. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in Bigger Than Ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts, or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today.